Welcome to another episode of The Adventure Begins. <laughs> my name is Marie and I'm your host and I've got my co-host with me, Ruthie. Hey, hey everybody. Yeah. Today's episode, we're going to be continuing dangerous prayers, specific prayers. Yes, praying mm-hmm. specifically about what you're asking of God. Because if you don't, what happens is he answers that prayer, but it's not the way you expected it to be answered. And then sometimes you might feel a certain way about how the prayer was answered or you're not satisfied with the way the prayer was answered. And then you become angry about it. Has this happened to you, Marie? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure it's, it always goes back to that vague prayer that we said about pick me, I'll go, I'll do it, whatever you want, whatever you want to do, I'm down, we're cool. And then the Lord's like, I want you to do this. And you're like, ha ha, just kidding. Don't know what you're talking about. Peace. Yeah, just going back to the whole intercessory. And I remember um, I had a dream and I didn't understand the dream at that moment. I was like, what the heck is this? I had a dream. Um, could have been Jesus. Um, somebody came to me and was like, hey, have you heard of Anna? No, Anna who? Man, you need to find out who Anna is. Go read up on Anna. And I wake up from the dream like, who the heck is Anna? And <laughs> I start doing research like, who is Anna in the dream? Anna was an intercessor that stayed in the temple she um it doesn't it's not specific it says that she was a widow but we don't know if she was a widow from a young age or if she was a widow in into her older age but either mm-hmm. way she was a widow and all she did was pray night and day day and night and that was a little bit of a glimpse that the lord was showing me like yeah i'm calling you into intercessory but at that time I didn't know that's what he was telling me. I was just like, okay, yeah, whatever. Uh-huh, great. Anna, wonderful. Woo. I even went <laughs> I even went and bought the book, The Anna Anna's Anointing. Um well, I'm kind of telling on myself cuz uh I didn't read it yet. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, you know, with the Rona, I've got more than enough time, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So See, but you can't think you cannot think like that, okay? I've got more than enough time that this is not, this is not good planning. I know. I know. Lord, just pray for me. Just, just, just pray for me. We'll pray specifically for you. Specifically for me. <laughs> specifically for that. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So let's talk about those specific prayers. So I once had a friend who called me and she was telling me that she was really struggling and she was struggling with with her relationship with Jesus and just really coming down on herself and just saying things like, it's so hard for me to get my life together. Why am I always hearing from the Lord when I'm like down in the deep of the valley? And then when I come out of it, I don't hear nothing. I always feel like I don't hear from him until this happens or that happens and I pray for this, but then I don't see anything happen about it. I don't see nothing coming to tuition um, on top of that. So I don't know what to make of that. And so I just started digging in and just saying, well, what are you praying for? 
what are you asking what are you asking the lord for and she said well for one i want to have a better relationship okay and i want to be better at praying okay and i don't know i mean i just want to get into a habit of spending quiet time with him okay now these are all great these are all great prayer points I told her, but there's nothing specific about these prayers. These are very vague. So how would you know that the Lord hasn't already answered them? That's true. And she did not. So that's the thing. If When you're going to pray about things, especially like those topics, because those were really good topics, you need to be more specific. So that way, when the Lord answers them, you know without a doubt, they have been answered. So I gave her an example when she was saying that I want to have a deeper relationship with the Lord. Okay, this is a great prayer point. So this is how this would look specifically, or if I was in her shoes praying this, this is how my prayer would go. First of all, a good tidbit would be write your prayers down so that you are recording them and then you can record how the Lord answered your prayers and in what way did he answer them. Write your prayers down and date it. Date when you prayed this prayer and what the prayer was or is because the thing is you want to be conscious of how the Lord is going to answer these prayers. Sometimes he will answer it with a verse. Sometimes he'll answer it by wanting you to take an action. Sometimes he may say, wait, or he may send a dream. So you want to be recording because then what happens is if he answered it, now you've missed out because you have no idea. So to pray a prayer like that specifically, it would sound something like this. Lord, I am struggling with my relationship with you. And I want to go deeper, but I don't know what that looks like to go into a deeper relationship with you. Can you show that to me, whether it be in a dream or can you send somebody that can help me to take that next step? What are some things that I can overcome? What are these struggles? Sometimes prayer doesn't have to just be just words. You can literally be asking questions in your prayer. Again, when we talk about prayer, it is literally a conversation with God. So it doesn't necessarily have to be this, dear Lord, I'm struggling with my relationship with you and I don't know what to do about it. And I really need some help and I need you to send me somebody. Yes, that could be like that. But if you're going to pray like that, instead of for asking questions, then it would be Dear Lord, I'm really struggling with my relationship with you. Will you send me somebody from my church who is knowledgeable and embedded in your word that can teach me and lead me into having a deeper relationship with you? And Lord, if it is not from my church, then can you have one of my friends call me and question where I am spiritually in life so that way I can open up a conversation to really share my emotions of how I'm feeling with our relationship and there 
Now you're specific. Now what's going to happen is God is going to either A, send somebody from your church or B, he's going to put it on one of your friend's heart to call you to ask, hey, what's going on? Everything all right? I just thought about you. The Lord put you on my heart. How are you doing spiritually? And now you write that down. The Lord answered your prayer. He's going to take the next step of showing you how you can get deeper into that relationship that you're struggling with. So Marie, have you had any specific prayers that you know for sure that the Lord has answered? (laughs) Um, Let me narrow it down. There was, was it? Last year, as a matter of fact, last year, I was supposed to go to a wedding, did not have the money. And I literally was like, Lord, this girl talked about how she prayed for her bridesmaids and she prayed for this person to be a part of her wedding and this, that, and the third. And since the time my second daughter has been um, since she's known her, she's always said that, oh, that's going to be my flower girl. I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, sure, whatever. So <laughs> when it became official that she was getting married, she calls me up. She's like, hey, I want Serenity as my bride, um, not bridesmaid, um, flower, flower girl. girl. Yeah, her, that. And so <laughs> I'm like, oh, snap. Like, she she, she was for real. This is, a, a, okay. This is for real happening. So I was like, Lord, I don't have the money for one to get down there. Two, I don't have the money to buy her dress. Three, I don't have the money for anything that comes along with attending this wedding. Lord, you have to be the supplier. So with that being said, mm-hmm. Joe, my provider, he provided. He, I got a check because <laughs> um, I had been uh, volunteering And so I got a check. It was enough to pay for our transportation to go there. And I got another check to pay for her dress. Wow. (laughs) I had enough left over to buy my son a suit because he's like, my son is going to be a huge man. He's a (laughs) huge little boy now. He's going to be a huge man. So he outgrew his suit. I was like, Lord, what in the world? I had enough money left over to not only buy his, his suit. It was just like, you know, when the Lord, when, when the the scripture talks about, he's going to give you and he will give you more than you had asked for. Yeah. He will give you overflow. He will open up the floodgates. Yes. And that's exactly what happened. So I'm like, wow, God, you really, you really made this happen. And I don't, it always surprises me. And I don't know why, because, you know, he is true to his word. If he said he's going to do something, he's going to do it. I don't know why I was even surprised, but it was just surprised because of the way he does it. That's what it is. That's what it is. So in my head, I, I, I did not know where this money was coming from. I did not know how it was going to happen, but he made it happen. So talk about specific, that was a specific prayer. Um, And another thing that, that I have uh, been praying for my, my, my big son, my, my, my huge son, 
Um, <laughs> he has been, you know, struggling with a little bit of anger issues and everything. And I was just praying. I said, God, please, Lord, take this from him. And it was frustrating to see that he would get himself in trouble because he could not contain his anger. And the things that he was saying that would trigger him, I'm like, really? Are you serious? It's not that serious. But just to see within a span of a couple of months from when we were noticing he was having all these anger issues and he would say things like, I can't help it. I've just got these anger issues, girl. Like, no, 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 no. That is not your portion. No, sir. That's not your portion because that anger is causing you to sin. No, we don't want that. And just to see even now, and this is even a testimony, just to see how God is working on him. He's not as angry as he was before. He's gotten so much better in trying to control it. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he's getting better. He's definitely, you know, a pro- work in progress. He's definitely doing that. But just to see how he was before to what he is now, it's like, oh my gosh, God, like you are really doing a work in this little boy. So yeah, that, that, that's something that, you know, I prayed specifically for what I didn't pray specifically for was how he was going to do it. Right. I knew he did it though, because I had noticed from what, what, what he was before to what he is now. It's like complete, like night and day. And that's another thing with praying prayers too, being specific. You also have to be aware too of the things that you pray and pay attention to what's happening. And even if you don't remember in that time, but as you're praying those specific prayers, ask the Lord to help you recognize the work that he's doing so that you can pay attention and, and, and notate the progress that's being made because he's always working. He's always doing something new. So we have to be aware and pay attention to, wow, God, I remember how this started out, but now just to see how this is playing out, it's like, wow, you are really working. And it then also encourages you to keep praying because you know, he's hearing your prayers. You know that he is working on it, on, on those prayers. And you also know that he hasn't forgotten you because he says he does not leave nor forsake you. So that means he hasn't forgotten you. And, um, Going back to another specific prayer, I remember the Lord um, had asked me to anoint somebody (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I was all excited like, yes, you know, this is going to happen because I'm asking all these questions. I'm like, Lord, you know, um, when do I do it? How should I do it? How does this play out or whatever? Not so much how this play, how, but you know, like how, how am I supposed to go about it? So, you know, excited, gung-ho, being obedient. And time comes to anoint this person. This person is like, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Oh my gosh. I felt so deflated. And I was like, God, what happened? You asked me to do this. I go ahead and I do it. And yeah. And this person tells me no. Like what? And I remember I was in the kitchen and I'm cooking And the first thing that pops into my mind was Abraham and Isaac, how Mm. Abraham was tested, you know, to, to go ahead and sacrifice Isaac. And he was willing to do it because in his head, he's like, okay, God is going to revive my son. Yeah. And I said, okay, Lord, if this is a test, I need you to send me confirmation. If this was a test, 
And I think I said you, actually. I said, send Ruthie a confirmation. And I go back into the living room. I pick up my phone and I see a text message. Don't worry about it. It's okay because the Lord was testing you. I fell out. I was like, oh, okay. All right. (laughs) I felt so much better because I was like, Lord, you asked me to do all this and it didn't pan out. Did I hear right? Is this what you really asked me? But just that I specifically asked for you and he used you to confirm what he was showing me in the kitchen. So that was an amazing thing to, to have to experience. Absolutely. And you see, and that's the great thing about it too, is your experience is just elated. Like, because you see that the Lord is answering the prayers because you asked specifically for something. And also you know, you're, you're asking with sincerity, you are seeking the Lord's face because he wants you to ask and seek and knock until he grows weary, <laughs> which, which is not going to be ever, but he wants you to continue searching on these things. But at the same time, don't be so broad that you lose sight of exactly what your prayer was. And then if it is to happen or it does get answered or maybe he says no or he says wait that you don't know what that looks like because you weren't sure you weren't specific about it and now you're just kind of on pins and needles so i'm going to give you a very comical story about a time that i prayed specifically and the lord did not necessarily answer it to the way that i wanted him to and it bothered me now of course this is human nature okay and it is part of who we are as humans and that's what i was saying that even though you do pray specific prayers the lord may not necessarily answer the prayer completely or he may answer it but he is always going to give you the best keep that in mind What he's going to give you is always going to be the best and what is right for you. Now, of course, because he also built you with the choice of free will, it will always be your choice of whether you're going to choose or not what he has picked for you. So I say all of this because I remember... And my, I want to say maybe my senior year sort of thing, I think that I was talking to my mom and she was asking me, like I'm sure all parents do, they want to know if you have that significant other, who you checking out, who you eyeballing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is so weird to be talking to my mom about this because she doesn't necessarily talk to me about it. So it's kind of awkward about why is she talking to me about this now? And I said, no, not really. I don't really know how that works. And I did it. I honestly was very terrified of boys, even though I was senior year in high school because, well, I never had a relationship with boys. So I didn't really know what to make of it or what that looked like. So it was just really creepy. And then my dad also gave me horror stories, which pretty much deflated me. So I was not really interested. And so my mom, she says to me, you know, the best way to find a man is to pray for him. And I said, okay, now this sounded interesting. I've never heard this theory before. 
And I said, well, well, what would I be praying for? She said, well, just think about it. Think about what do you want in a man and then pray about that? Or, or what are you looking for? And then ask God to send you a man with these qualities. I was like, all right. And she's like, put it under your pillow and every night pull it out and pray for the man that God will send that will have these qualities that you're looking for. So I was like, okay. That was great advice. Right? I've never heard anything like that. So I took her advice and I did it. It actually took me quite a long time because I honestly did not know what I was looking for in a man. I've never been with a man per se. I've had feelings for guys, but I really wasn't sure what am I looking for. So I knew what I wasn't looking for. So I started there first. I'm like, I don't want a guy with big lips. I don't want a guy with a gap in his teeth. I, don't. I literally was making this list. Talk about vain. You're so vain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was me. Okay. I'm writing down. I don't want. I don't want. But then in the I don't want, it did help shine light on what I may have wanted. So I said, I do want a guy with a big heart. And I do want a guy who's very funny. And I do want a guy who's going to treat me nice. And I didn't really know what nice was, but I knew it wasn't the way my dad was treating me. Mm. So I said, I want him to be nice. I want him to be a gentleman. I want him to tell me how pretty I am and how smart I am. So it kind of started then opening doors. So I would do this. I, once I got my list, I put it under my pillow and every night I pull my little list out and I would pray on it and thank the Lord for it and then put it back under my pillow and go to sleep. Well, I don't know how long it took, honestly, but I do remember this was the second time I heard a voice clearly tell me this man is your husband. And when I saw the man that he was talking about, it was Fred. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no. That is not what I prayed for. Thank you. You got that right. Because I'm going to tell you right now, Fred did not have a car. Fred had big lips. Fred had a gap <laughs> in his teeth. I'm sorry. You got the wrong man. That is not what I asked for. Pass. So I just find that so funny because... You know what? The Lord could have completely taken me on that, but he didn't. He gave me some time to cool off. And what I thought was hilarious was I went back to the Lord and I said, you know, Lord, I prayed for this, but you didn't really answer it. And you told me that that guy over there, that is not my husband. I was like, I thought he was going to be Italian. I thought he was going to have like curly hair. <laughs> I thought he was going to be driving a nice car. <laughs> I want mixed babies, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I do not want. I do not want to be with a Haitian guy because that was one of the things too. My mom was like, "Don't be, don't let it be a no Haitian man." I was like, "I do not is want that, to be a no Haitian man." Is that something that is like ingrained in us? Because that was something <laughs> my mother always told me. Like, listen, don't do it. Don't go be with a Haitian man because they are no good. And so, of course, I didn't listen. So, you know, my first relationship, true say, he wasn't born in Haiti, but. He was everything that they tell you not to be with. He was a womanizer. He was abusive, had no job. He he was everything that, uh, when I tell you a parent's worst nightmare, 
he was all of that. <laughs> So I can understand why she was like, yeah, I don't have nothing to do with Haitian men. And from there, I swore Haitian men. I was like, I want no parts of that. Oh, my gosh. So continue with hilarious story here. After some time go by, and I'm seriously thinking that the Lord is taking his sweet time because he's actually reconsidering my request, which he wasn't. (laughs) Fred then started to pursue me, which I was not comfortable with because the time that I had introduced myself to Fred was when our parents became friends, but he thought very little of me because at the time I was very much a Tom boy. Fred does not remember. He's going to give a different story if you ever ask him. I clearly remember him sizing me, looking me up and down and going, I'm sorry, I'm out of your league. And I was so wow. dumb And I said to myself, I will never marry that man. So that's why I was a little confused when the Lord said, that's the man you're going to marry. And I was like, no. No, he ain't. (laughs) You got it wrong, God. You mixed up. Not me. But then all of a sudden, a couple years later, here he was saying, oh, are you new here? Oh, I'm sorry. Who are you? Because guess what? Ruthie grow up. Ruthie looking oh. like a girl. What? Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I oh. never seen you here before. Are you new here? I literally remembered this down to the T. I looked him up and down. I sized him and then said, I'm sorry. I'm out of your league. And wow. I was <laughs> Oh, and he remembered me now. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> girl. Oh, I'm that girl. I don't even have a name, folks. I was just that girl. But he pursued me from there, just talking about, you know, let, let's just be friends. And I just kept saying, no, I was, and I was honestly begging the Lord, please find me somebody else. I do not want to be with this man. I do not want to be this with this man. But, the, but as soon as we became friends and the more I got to know Fred, I realized, oh my gosh, Fred has a big heart. Fred is so funny. He is so nice. He would treat me nice. It was like the first guy who ever lavished me with gifts and stuff. I was not used to it. It was very uncomfortable because I was not used to that. And I've never had anybody do that for me. So I'm like, you can just, you gotta slow down because this is, this is starting to creep me out a little bit. (laughs) I don't know how to take this, but he was just a sweetheart. He was exactly what I was asking for, except of course, you know, me being vain in my young in years, asking for the appearance. Appearance-wise, he had everything I did not want. But on the inside, he had everything I had asked God for. And so once I realized this, I said, okay, God, I see what you did there. <laughs> and I said, okay, yes, I can totally see myself marrying this man. And that's what we did. So that is my encouragement to you that to not give up on your prayers. And if you are not sure whether or not the Lord answered your prayer, go back and be specific. Write it down. Remember what you have prayed for. Because sometimes the Lord may lead you to a verse and the verse may say something along the lines of not right now or not at this time. Because sometimes you have to grow to get to that point for that prayer to be answered or what you're praying for is not ready yet. And so therefore you have to wait. I'm encouraging you 
to be specific. Also, I cannot stress to stay connected. Remember, the Lord says you do not have because you do not ask. And able to ask, you have to be connected to the vine. And when you are connected, you then have to believe what you're asking. Because it's one thing to ask, and then it's another thing that you don't believe in what you're asking for. Without faith, what is the point of asking if you're not going to believe? So even if it's just a small mustard seed of faith, that is literally all it takes for a prayer. You can't just be like, I want you to please move us into a house by the end of this year. And then you're like, well, if you can. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Come again. And then if you don't move into the house by the end of the year, well, I prayed about it. No, you didn't. You doubted it. You started to pray about it, but then you turned around and was like, yeah, I don't know. The way things are going, the end of the year is so close. I don't know. It may not happen. It's okay if it doesn't. But if you can, that is not praying and belief. That is not praying with faith. Yes. I pray that this bless somebody out there and that you're going to be specific about your prayers the next time that you pray. Oh, snap. She says specific. Ow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now it is time for our highs and our lows. So, madam, what was your high for the week? Oh, my gosh. My high, guys. Okay. It was a high and it was a panic attack. (laughs) (laughs) My high was the Lord asked me to baptize these people in the Holy Spirit. And I thought I was going to pass out. She did. (laughs) (laughs) I could not breathe. I I just felt so unworthy. I was like, oh my gosh, you need to get, you need to get a pastor to do that, Lord. I don't, I don't know if I could do that. And he's like, no. I want you to do it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I literally call Marie just hyperventilating. You're not going to, you're not going to believe what the Lord is asking me. Oh my, he's, oh my, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. And, and she's like, uh, are you done yet? She <laughs> <laughs> literally was like, it's not that big a deal. It's going to be fine. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. I mean, we're, this is, this is big. It's huge. she's like oh my gosh (laughs) well listen when I finally of course managed to settle down and I did it I was like wow that was that was amazing that was that was incredible (laughs) yeah yeah that was ridiculous okay so what I learned from that experience is the Lord calls upon anybody to do anything it does you do not have to be a pastor to be qualified the Lord absolutely not it's because he knows that you can do it yeah you're already equipped to do what he's asking you to do now Correct. it's up to you to align yourself with him but you're already equipped that's so true that is so true so what was your high my high <laughs> so a few weeks back um, I was just minding my own business, and then I hear the <laughs> Lord gives me this name, and then I hear she's pregnant. I was like, 
I don't know nobody by that name. Like, what are you talking about? What do you do with me? Like, okay, whatever. So I call her Ruthie. I was like, yeah, I just heard this. And she's like, you sure you don't know anybody by that? I was like, oh, I do. I don't know somebody. Oh, my gosh. And so I'm like, maybe I should ask her. Maybe I shouldn't. And she's like, you should pray on it. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm not sure. I probably didn't pray on it. So oh, I probably did. I don't know. I don't remember. Put it like that. I don't remember. So a couple of few weeks goes by. Fast forward to today. I'm talking to Ruthie and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to speak to so-and-so. Ruthie's like, oh, so are you going to tell her? Uh, oh, you know, it's so funny. The other day I was thinking about it. So I guess you're bringing it up. Maybe I should bring it up. So, you know, we're, we're ending our phone call and I'm like, well, you know, so-and-so, um, don't be freaked out. I'm not trying to be in your business, but the other day I heard your name and I heard you were pregnant, but I was like, no, no way. Mm-mm. That's not what I heard. Mm-mm. No, uh-uh. So it's so funny because she looks at me because we're on a Zoom and she looks at me and she points the camera down on her belly. Talk about <laughs> my blown. I was like, oh, Lord, you told me. Oh my God, you really told me. Oh my gosh, I heard right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I could not get over it. And the funny thing is, it's not the first time that the Lord has spoken to me like that, spoken into my spirit and has confirmed. I don't know. It just always blows my mind when you get <laughs> that piece of information and, you know, it's spot on. And okay. I'm just like, wow, you told me this. <laughs> Whoa, oh my gosh, you really told me this. And it wasn't in a dream. I heard you right. Oh my gosh. So that was my high for today. (laughs) So what was your low? My low is that I've got well, I I I guess I got two lows. So I have to do my hair, people. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes. And um that's a struggle because Yeah. And I've got a lot of it. And I'm not like exaggerating. Like my hair goes down to my back. I've got a lot of it. And since Mm. the salons are closed right now, I can't run and get my hair did. So (laughs) I am dreading. So I I had my hair braided and everything. So I unbraided it today. So, you know, I've got this crimply wavy fro going and I think I'm liking it. But here's the thing. I've got product, which means I've got gel in my hair. I've got mousse in my hair and all that stuff. So there's some white flakes in the front of my (laughs) hair. And so I'm like, I got to do my hair. And I'm dreading every minute of it. Just the thought of having to do my own hair just really makes me cringe. Because there's a lot of it. There's a lot of product I have to use. And then blow drying it. Never mind the fact I was like, oh, I should, you know, flat iron it. Never mind the fact that my flat iron is not my friend. So, yeah, pray for me, people, because I need help. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. My low this week is literally trying to understand my 10-year-old daughter because she's going through this whole phase of nobody understands me, nobody likes me, nobody yada yada yada. 
And I've been trying to be patient, but I think I've snapped quite a few times because I realized the more that I talk to her, she doesn't know what she is talking about. And she doesn't know where these emotions are coming from, what's causing them, or what exactly she's looking for. So I just been like, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> I may whack her head on it a few times. I don't know. I can't take this anymore. <laughs> yes, I um, I've been trying to just breathe through this process because if I dare raise the tone of my voice, she's very sensitive. So now she's like in tears about why are you yelling at me? And I'm like, I'm not yelling at you. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. I actually start yelling. So it's like. Jesus, help oh, me, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. To have daughters. Yay, me. <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. daughters, they say. They're yeah. really sweet as spice, they say. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. everything nice, they say. But she is so cruel. So cruel. <laughs> <laughs> she can't be all bad. <laughs> uh... I'm, All right. Phase. I just keep telling myself it's just the phase, right? It is. It, it gets better. Right. So they say it right. gets better. So I when 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 my situation gets better, I'll let you know. Okay. Please do. Please do. Yeah. But in the meantime, <laughs> this is what it means to live life with Jesus on the edge. All right. Until the next adventure. <laughs> Listen, if you do need to uh, send us any questions or comments, please, you can send it to askadventurebegins at gmail.com. You got it. (laughs) Until next time, friends, thank you for listening in, and we'll catch you on the next one.